0: Right. Hey, everybody. It's a trending Twitter Tuesday here, and uh, I have like this idea, so I'm going to run it by all of you uh, to, to just kind of give you some setup. I'll try to talk as uh, chill as I can. It's been an idea. So, so it's a trending Twitter Tuesday. Uh, welcome back, uh, or, or uh, whatever. And like i like I usually make it we record episodes uh this maybe is just I don't think it's a spoiler, but uh in a perfect world, like eight weeks before they come out, probably send them more realistically like six to four weeks uh or less. I guess this maybe is like a three to four week episode right now that I'm recording tonight. Yeah, uh, but like, uh, like, so, uh, you might be getting information like out of order from different episodes. But re- like, so, uh, I'm trying to figure out a way to talk about this. Uh, I don't think this stuff is like uh, too archetypal, but th- that brings out the broader kind of creative question: of what I'm going to try to do tonight, uh, probably in the second half of this episode or the uh, last three quarters. But so I had gone to the, uh, D E N T I S T. That's that's how I'll do it, I guess. And somehow I had gone a little, like a while without going. I mean, a super long while, but for somebody that has a job with insurance, my day job has insurance, uh, um, like it was a while. And I guess like what had happened is, uh, just cause of stuff, between work and the podcast and stuff, uh. And then I just, it's just one of those things I avoid if I, if I miss my appointment, like this combines like a lot of stuff I'm not good at trying to go like authority figures. I consider a dentist an authority figure, you know, you should have some nice stuff to say about my dentist. So, uh, nice and not like uh, actual positives, uh, but so dealing with an authority figure, dealing with anything, you know, the, d n t i s t stuff, uh, I think I just said the word though, but whatever, this isn't going to, we're not going to get into any, this is about like uh, making this a more positive experience for people. Like I just don't like going to appointments. I don't even like, I don't like getting my haircut. I, like I don't have a haircut phobia and I don't really have a phobia about going there to the place I was just at. Uh, like uh, other than, I don't know. It's something de- definitely more on my lizard or mammalian level. Uh, where it's more like i just rather avoid it altogether. And if it's not very structured. So somehow I went like a year, it, over a year, a year and a half without going. And I kept putting it off like for months and months. I said, geez, I got to get, like, get back there. You know, it's cheap. You know, it's pretty cheap. I think, uh, whatever, I only get paid 20 bucks or something. Maybe it's even free to get. Yeah, it's twice a year. It's free. I mean, I got to work, but, uh. So whatever, then I started having something bothering me and I still waited and I, like uh, put it off because oh, I don't like talking on the phone. So I did try once to call and make an appointment. But understandably, most most businesses now operate like me. They don't answer the phone. They let you leave a voicemail, then they call you back. and then So that became an impossible one to make an appointment. So at some point, something started bothering me. And of course, it increased and increased until I was like, finally like, okay, I got to deal with this. Uh, and it went in. I finally got an appointment, and actually, it was like way far out. And then I said, "Oh, I don't, I don't." I told the person on the phone. I actually advocated for my needs. I said, "I don't think I can make it that long." And she said, "Okay, l- let me see what I can do." And then, so they saw me pretty soon. And then to my my DNTIST's credit, she. Uh, and her staff were very, uh, and this isn't like a, like a, this is just a regular office. It's not like, a, you know, I just use regular work insurance, but she did not do any S-H-A-M-E, like it, me at all. She, she, she actually like did it and they must have, I don't know if they have like uh training on this, but she said, geez, do you remember the last time, even though she knew the answer to this question, she said, remember the last time you were here? And I said, no, it's been a while. She said, yeah, she goes, I thought it was like this long. But she said, looking, it's been this long. And then she asked me to tell her what was going on. Again, they had already taken the x-rays at this point. So she knew the answer. And but never anything like, well, geez, why didn't you come? Like, that would be one area probably why I would avoid it even more is to have a debate about why hadn't I come in. But she would just go out. Well, she said, I think, well, I'm glad you're here today. I'm so glad you're here. So that was very nice. And then I had this, like, so I hear from a lot of listeners that are going through things, like this experience that I was going through, and it was totally resolved that day, mostly. Uh, and it wasn't like, for me, it was a fine experience, except for the relatability part that I want to talk about, which is like, I wish I had like prepared a like, podcast to listen to and then I said, Oh, like I do hear from a decent number of listeners who listen in this situation and other situations. And I said, Well, this makes total sense. And I almost listened like I would have been listening for work uh, to the podcast, but I listen anyway twice, like every episode twice before it comes out, at least uh, to, to, to check them. So I could even listen to this podcast uh, to check. So, so. So this is one part of where my brain is at, of what's, uh, uh, some of where the gestation of this, uh, the idea for this episode and maybe other episodes related to it. And then another one, this was a couple of years ago now, I think, our good friend Andrea G., uh who I still have not able to, been able to hang out with. Maybe by the time this comes out, I will have, but, uh, because I don't leave my house and I'm constantly working on the podcast or at my day job, but also because I, like, like make a lot of excuses and stuff. But, like, uh, so our good friend Andre G, a couple of years ago, she had said, what about when you go, go and you sit in a seat, uh, that you used to travel, like, uh, you know, in the sky again, I'm trying to use some language, uh, kind of be fun, but also to kind of, uh, steer around things. And so I did come up with an episode for Andre G. That was an attempt to, to kind of do that. Uh, which I think was like, uh, can't remember what it was called. It was a while ago, at least two years ago, maybe. I don't know. I don't even know though. Uh, And I think it was called an unassuming, uh, uh, a plane ride with an unassuming man. I think that's what it was called. Uh, but then, let's see. So then, but, uh, but then the feedback I got on that episode, which is understandable, is like, well, you are still kind of talking about what it is, uh, like that, that we're doing. Like when we go on one of those things, uh, like like people were like, I, I don't know if Andreas said this or somebody else, but they said, well, geez, we want to avoid thinking about this experience that like we're going through because it's not one we enjoy and we want to be distracted from it was kind of some of the feedback I got. So it made me curious. And then I said, OK, these are some these are some archetypal topics, these two experiences, uh, along with a lot of other ones. And so I said, well, geez, like I said, I don't know how I would do that. And then so my recent visit, uh, really spurred me on to say, huh, how can we overcome this? And I guess part of it is just sitting here talking to you about it and saying, uh, talking about my, my thought process, because that's kind of part of what the podcast is sometimes. And then wondering, like, I guess I just want, want, want to release something. Because otherwise it would just seem very surrealistic and random. And then I said, well, if it's surrealistic and random, I mean, I guess this is like a, like an egg in a hatching and whatever situation, then you don't know it's there to be used. But then if it's there to be used, like, you know what I mean? So it's like, I could have just put out this episode, but then what would I tell people? Like, oh, if you're in this situation, listen to it. Like most of the communication for the podcast happens on the podcast. No, no, know. This is good, like, for feedback of, like, uh, and then maybe, like, I guess my whole thing would be, oh, if someone's aware now that this is the title, maybe it can be repackaged and, like, uh, distributed for the purpose if you're, like, uh, either traveling and in, in a chair or you're visiting, like, your tooth cleaner will say, you know, you could listen to the episode part of this. Maybe it's like just a download on iTunes or Patreon patron feature. I don't know. Because uh, cause so, that's like where the idea for this came from. So I guess I'll transition now. I'm going to take a break and uh pause it and get the trends ready. And then when I come back, the episode will start. Uh But I'm glad, as I say always in the regular intro, I'm glad you're here. So I think this will be fun, so, so basically just relax, and, uh, you know, ideally you're listening to this, this in bed, this part, and getting rest, and and getting snuggled in. So I'll be right, I'll be back in seconds, uh, for you. All right, hey, settle in here, uh. And I'm glad you're uh, sitting down or getting comfortable. I'm I'm your chair. I want to introduce myself. You could call like uh, we'll we'll talk about that in a second. I guess I'll be performing the role as your seat or your chair, you know. However you want to refer to me as, I'll be here supporting you uh for a while. So I'm glad you're here. And I prefer chair because chair to me just uh, like seat is so formal. And to be honest, you say, well, seats are, aren't are seats hard, and I'm doing my best, uh, uh, to be, you know, I, 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 I'm here to keep you comfortable. That's why I'm talking to you now. In the past, I would have just been here, you know, doing nothing, like doing my best, in it, but there was never a way for me to get across my intention, uh, to be here for you and not just, you know, to, to keep you, uh, you know, like, uh, seated, or, you know, if you stand up to say, Whoa, boy, I gotta sit back down. I'm in my, my, my seats, my chairs here for me. And I just want you to get comfortable and relax. And I know it's, uh, every day, it seems like social media day. So if you use your phone, it's not gonna bother me. I'll be here, whether you use my, your phone. And you barely listen to me or you're, you know, you're just relying back. If you want to close your eyes, uh, feel free to go ahead and uh, yeah, just relax. I, uh, yeah, like, I don't want you to be, uh, I talked to this guy and he's the one who taught me how to make a podcast, a pod guy, pod boy, they call him. And he suffers from all or nothing thinking, all or nothing. And I don't want to be like, I say, if you want to use social media, that's fine. You want to use your phone. I'll be here. You don't want to, you, you want to move around. Uh, I'm here behind you. I've got your back, literally I've got your back on me and I got your back. I'm holding it up. Uh, it's my job. And I like, I would like to give you a chance to like, as you, as you uh, start to relax and maybe even, uh, you know, there's two options here. And you could try either one or we could try them in order. One is to start thinking about sinking into me and, uh, you know, sinking a little bit deeper and feeling the weight of your body against me as you rest Uh, uh, and to feel the support I'm giving back to you, almost like bubbles of air. So even as you sink in, you know, you begin to float back up and you want to move your attention away from, uh, you know, where I'm supporting you to the places that are hanging free because of the support, like your shoulders, uh, maybe that place on the side of your neck that trails off to your shoulders, uh. Go ahead and feel it stretch, uh, and lengthen. Feel those muscles, uh, and go ahead and just let your shoulders droop a little bit if you need to. Oh, and yeah, you can scrunch them up too if you like. Uh, Go ahead and feel your arms to your elbow, whether your elbows are resting on those, uh, the holders, or they're hanging at your side. Feel that too. And this is a strange place to think about hanging, but go ahead and feel your cheeks and your earlobes, your chin, and your forehead going a little bit loose and relaxed stretching with the gravity but i got you I, i'm holding you here i'm holding you right up uh you could even say i'm cradling you uh and if there's a friday i don't know if it's friday where you are but it feels like friday every day for me feeling like it's friday when all my job is to keep you company and to keep you supported I'm just glad you're here to rest with me and I wanted to give you a chance to, to, to get to know me a little bit more as you're, uh, you know, as you're resting and taking some nice breaths, uh, I don't think it's time for you to smile, but if you want to smile, you know, now, but we, like, here's this, here's this chance, uh, I'd love for you to name me, because I'm here for you. And, you know, you could call me, you know, I've been called Cherry in the past. Somebody named me Ricky Rubio the other day. But just close your eyes and, you know, sense me. And just because the way my voice is doesn't mean you have to name me any kind of... You can name me any which way you want, uh... And don't feel any pressure to come up with the name just yet. Just let it, uh, drift in and out of your mind, like bubbles in seltzer water. Working their way to the top, uh, you're here. And I don't know if you can start to sense the entire motion of your breath, uh, I can sense it. It's very relaxing, and, uh. They can sense that your body senses it uh, maybe just pay attention for a second to your calves. I don't know that they get the attention that they deserve. I guess because they're kind of inconveniently located it's not easy to uh, you know say and, and they don't you know they don't respond well. Just squeezing. I mean, you you can do it yourself, but you know, from someone else, you really can't. Uh, you I mean, you really need to keep your hands off other people's calves, uh, unless you're cradling a calf, like I am, or I can, sometimes. Uh, or the air can cradle your calf as it uh, rests there, and you rest here. And you did, you did you think of a name for me? Like, did you think, did any names come up for me? Well, I really do like that name. It's a very nice. Thank you for calling me that. Uh, so, yeah, I'm here, and I'm holding you, and I thought I'd tell you some stories about some other people I've held and other chairs I know. That have held people, you think about, I don't know if you, like, you think, have ever thought about thrones. Uh, I mean, I know you got shows about thrones, and you got metaphors about thrones, and you picture people on the throne. But do you ever think about what it's like to be a throne? Because, and in, in, in you say, okay, wait a second, to chairs, and they say, well, I've lived a lot of lives. Let's just leave it at that. I'm just here to support you. We don't need to get into how I know these things. I'm just here to express them over to you. But yeah, go ahead and uh, before we move on, I know there's other things uh, competing for your focus here. So sometimes I'll just be talking to let you know I'm here to support you to hold you up, to prop you up, uh, and to make you as comfortable as I can. And I'm not perfect, I know. I was telling you about those thrones, though. Uh, Like, think about a throne. And some of them might have velvet or velour. Some are wood, some are iron. And some are, you know, who knows what some of the other ones are made from. But, you know, there there's a lot of different thrones. I guess we could agree on that. Uh, no need to disagree about thrones. But the throne has the same job I have. That's almost like why I feel so great. I have a royal job to keep you supported, to be here, uh, to be here for you, for you to rest on me. And yeah, you could do like the kings and the queens have done and do some thinking. That's so sometimes what they do. They do pondering. They hold audiences. They give out commands. They, they, you know, they, they, they do, there's a lot of, uh, but, you know, they've switched their butt cheeks, uh, you could do that too. You could squeeze your butt cheeks or alternate uh, left and right. Uh, it's almost like you're giving me a massage when you do that. That's not bad. Uh, not bad at all. Also help, help, help stretch you out. Uh, you know, let's do another stretch here. Let's uh, take your ankles and let's make little circles and yeah, you know, someone's around and or. or competing for my attention, let's send both our ankles outward in uh, different circles. thats uh, it has got to be stimulating some part of your brain, don't you think, because they're moving in opposite circles, and they're just tiny little circles, and you can imagine that our ankles are getting, you know, greased up. Uh, it's got to be good, and let's now switch and... Rotate our ankles inward in just slow, small circles. Uh, feels good. I feel like a kid a little bit uh, when you're watching you do that. It's not bad at all. Oh, you said you can't even move? Well, let, let's just, uh how about we flex our feet to, towards our calf uh, and then forward away from our calves now. That's not bad, is it? Uh, it Kind of feels like when you're stretching, you feel a little bit like royalty, don't you? You, you, you deserve to feel like royalty. One thing I've noticed as a, a chair and a a seat is, uh, ro- even the royals they forget to breathe and to enjoy their breath, whether they, they're they're focusing on it and controlling it or it's happening naturally they sometimes they forget to breathe at all and then they sputter or their thoughts sputter or they ponder way too long. And you know, my favorite thing when I was a chair in the Royal Hall and I was lucky in the generations I was there that I got to observe this a few times with the queen, and then again with a young king, and then again with the queen, it was how they would watch the tapestries. And each one of them, they weren't directly, you know, there was some shifting around, but they were pretty close to related they would sit on me, and I would support them as I'm supporting you now, as I'm here to try to comfort you now, to be comforting. They would sit in the chair in a quiet moment of thoughts, maybe even in the middle of someone talking to them, but they had drifted out of the moment and into another one, And I would watch their face as they looked at the tapestries on the wall. Sometimes they would be looking through the tapestry to a world beyond, to a projector coming from their mind and going back into their mind. And sometimes they would be looking at the tapestry but not at it to how it was moving in the wind, or how one part of it was slightly off-kilter, or the tattering in the lower right hand, or the way the wind made it billow. And sometimes they would just notice one color, the way the gold flecks in the gold, uh, whatever that's called, uh, threads, would catch the light at a certain time of day. Or the way the moonlight would make the blues and the blacks and the purples uh, seem much different than the daytime. Almost like there was two images on the tapestry. And sometimes they would just look at the picture Itself were the pictures of a unicorn lying there with a fan, like a, I wanted to call it a fan, but fanning out around them a fence. And they would look at the way the unicorn lay. And then they would try to imagine if they'd ever seen a horse lie down. And they would know they should know the answer to that. That, uh, And then one part of their brain would say, horses don't ever lie down. And then another part of them would say, I could swear I've seen a horse lie just like this unicorn here. And they would say, I wonder what's with the circle of the fence around the unicorn or they would look at the unicorn's eyes, or the unicorn's forehead. Or the more observant of them would look at the hooves or the hooves and see what was on the hooves of a unicorn. Or the more drifting and curious would see to the left of the unicorn the field... Or the edge of the woods beyond the field behind the unicorn. They would look for details like fruit on trees or owls in a roost. They would notice the flowers in the meadows. Uh, or some would just notice the construction of the tapestry itself, of the stitches, the crossing. And maybe they would even think about a loam or things like that. Or maybe they would remember the story of uh, the unicorn. Or uh, they would wonder, I've never heard a story of a unicorn in a fence before. I should ask the a jester about it, the pod jester, to tell me that tale. I think it was in a book, but I can't remember. Or they would look at the next tapestry over of a tall tower with different uh, gray stones of different sizes, and they would study the stones and the the gaps in between where the stones met, uh, the way the tower seemed to, to be just off balance as it went up towards the sky. Some would just look at the sky beyond the tower just like the woods earlier, the night sky, the stars, the moon... Some might even see the darkness change as it got closer to the horizon. Some might even notice the detail of the moon reflecting in a mountain stream or mountain lake uh, shining back the sheep in the hills uh, all made of thread. So they would sit there and I would support them and I would watch their breathing and hold them up and let them sink into me, just like you're doing here, I'm holding on to you. You could hold on to me as tight as you need with your hands if you need to. You could even squeeze me if you need to. You could even send me a message uh and say, hey, this isn't easy just sitting here. There's distractions going on around me. I'd say it's not easy. That's why I'm here Uh to keep you company, to be under you, to be behind you, and to be with you. And that's just some of the joys that I've had is, uh, when I was a, uh, a, a throne. And I guess one question that might come up for non or like, what are the, is it a secondary throne or the seats next to the throne? You know, I still call them my fellow thrones, uh. And I don't know, the, it would seem like the royals, sometimes they would agree on things like that, and sometimes they would disagree. But I also was lucky enough to spend a few times as a chair in a theater. Oh, in a movie theater chair. Do you remember the times you've been in a movie theater chair, sitting there, Settling in there, did you lean back, was it one of those chairs, the old ones with the springs inside, did it make any noise, did it lean back or fold down, uh, did you put the armrest down or was it built in and already down, What was the fabric like? Was it soft or stretchy as you settled into that chair? And you sunk in and it was below you like I was below you now. Were you there early before the movie started or was it already dark? Uh, Did you ever go to the movies solo? or did you have someone uh, do you have someone you like to see movies with uh what about as a child Uh, have you been to the movie as a child or with a child uh, where it's still a big deal to be at the movies uh I can sense those things. Uh, even back when I had springs, I could feel it as a vibration in my springs. And it was a joyous vibration. Whether it was that tickling joy of a child uh, seeing a movie, almost in disbelief, uh, even before the movie began, a thrill of doing something that kind of just feels special. Maybe the thrill or sometimes the disappointment of the uh, snack situation at the movies. Or maybe you were there, you know, to, to just let the lights go down, whoever you were with, child or adult. Uh, and as the lights went down and as the preview started, The world was left behind. As the darkness enveloped you, it also held you much like the chair does, much like I do now. Held you in a soft, comforting, welcoming embrace. It said, this is a nice, safe world, Uh, depending on the movie, but even then... This world, this darkness, this chair is here to let you go somewhere else for a little while. And did your mind start to go? Is that the suspension of disbelief? Uh, As just pictures, uh, consecutive pictures began to play in front of you with sound or... Those times you may or may not have gone, but I've witnessed the times with live orchestras or performing people, singing people. But those memories of the movies, can you sense it? uh, Could we pretend just uh, for a moment or two that we're at the movies together right now? Could we make an agreement uh, that uh, I could be both things for you? That this chair now, that I am both uh, the seat you're sitting in and a movie chair. That one you remember, that one memory you were thinking of uh, that made you feel warm inside. That made you smile. I'm not sure which one it was. I couldn't put my finger on it. uh, But I'm here to support that. And to agree that as you're sitting, you're also sitting in that chair. And remembering that nice, nice darkness around you. Settling all around. Enabling your escape uh, for a little while to another world, to the past or uh, present that uh, you don't live in, or a future or an imaginary world. Oh, what a joy it has been to sit there and to be sat upon and to support that escape as I support you now. And you just rest on me just like you could go into one of those theaters even when there's not a movie playing. What if that was a thing? And I said, come on in and sit down. We got chairs that support you here. We got a room full of chairs and some nice... It wouldn't be as dark, but, you know, the lights would be down a little bit... Uh, Come kick back, maybe you're gonna yawn. maybe you'll sink in a little bit deeper. We've got chairs that comfort comforting chairs that do their job that sit here with you, move here not I'm here, letting you will sink in and support you. And whatever is happening around, you know, you could rest. You know, you could sink in a little bit deeper here into your movie chair that we've agreed upon. Maybe you have another chair that I don't know about. You know, I've never been in a nail salon before, but I've seen those. Those look like comfortable chairs, those nail salon chairs, uh, Maybe you have a memory of a chair like that. Or maybe it was a chair that was pushed in underneath you as you sat at a nice meal. Maybe it was a bench or at a picnic table. Maybe your chair was natural one time, made of grass and a blanket or the crook of a tree. Embracing you, holding you, supporting you, letting you sit and pass the time. That's a great chair, too. Maybe it was a chair at a desk, and maybe that desk was in the stacks of a library, tucked away, or a cafe, or at a desk in your room. And that chair stood watch, held you up, or stood by, or supported your feet, or you sat on your feet, or whatever you did, the chair was there while you were there, like I'm here for you now. What were you doing in that chair? Wasn't it nice if you remembered it? Uh, Were you reading a book? Were you learning something new? Was there something thrilling? The pushing of pencil against paper? The shuffling of pages? The swift passage of time? You couldn't even believe how the moments... uh, both dragged and flew by as that chair was there with you. In that moment, the air was around you. The light was as it was as you remember it, whether it was uh, bright or medium, reflected or drifting through the dust uh, off a wall through a window, the warm sun rays as you sat there or the fall of the light out of a lamp against the table or drifting from the ceiling above. And here's a question that you probably know the answer to. But a chair does not, does gravity affect light? I don't think it does, but like uh, something we chairs always wonder. And go ahead uh, and let gravity take you into my embrace. I'm so thankful uh, to be able to be here with you to try to keep you company. And to help you think of all those chairs you've been in. Your favorite chair. Can we agree that when you need me to be wherever you are. Go ahead and think about that favorite chair. That favorite moment. The temperature of the room. The way... The light was in the room. The feeling as you sat down and eased into it, the motion of your breath. And as you start to sink into this chair that I'm becoming, the feeling you had inside was it quivering? Was it an unreleasing relaxation? Was it a wondering? Was it a welcoming? What was that feeling? Was it another world right at your fingertips? Or another life? Or was it a reminder of something a down home? Is there a smell there that you can remember? As you're here now with me there. Drifting in through your nose. A part of that moment in your mind. But now you're connected with it. As you're connected with me. As I'm supporting you here. As I do as a chair. Let that memory float. ...and balance in your mind. It's there. And we're here. And we're in that chair. And we're watching that memory. And we're floating. And we're experiencing it. And you're feeling it. uh, You're back there. And you're here at the same time. So sink in. And feel me here supporting you. Comforting you or providing comforts, if you will. Through this memory. And if you need to, at any moment you could say, Oh, I can picture myself as the queen. Staring at that tapestry. ...looking at that unicorn or that tower... ...and feel me here supporting you as you look at it... ...and you think about the details in that tapestry... ...or what is on that third tapestry over... ...and drink in those details... ...or if you need to... ...squeeze your butts and think about the movies... We're at the movies now and start to unfold what movie it is and how you're settling in and everything that goes with it. What were the previews as they play in your mind? What did the floor feel like beneath your feet? Was it sticky or was it carpets? Is there a cold beverage at your fingertips or a box of candy? Is there greasy popcorn on your fingertips? Are you wondering if you're going to hold hands with someone or put your arm around a child and snuggle them? Or is this the kind of seat you're going to leap out of? I'll be here the whole time. I'm here for you, supporting you, keeping you comforted, holding you up, and if you need to, I'm here to remind you of that third memory, of that chair you can't ever forget, that place you spent time with, that chair. Oh, those memories and the lights and the smells and the sense and the feeling. I'm here to remind you of those things. They're not that far off. Uh, and I'm not that far off. I'm here, right here with you. And so are those memories not far off. So go ahead. I'm going to go quiet now. But you have those things to drift upon. You have those right at your fingertips. And you can squeeze me if you need to. You can feel your shoulders stretching out if you need to. Or you can massage me with your butt. Or you can do some spine rolling into me. I'm here. I'm here holding you. Cradling you comforting you. I'm your chair. What was my, what did you call me again? That's so nice. Good night.